boom we are live we got 193 people live on the call yo drop it where it is where you're from drop your city in the chat let's see who's here and guys whoo i'm excited we have another legend on the call man i'm so blessed i'm so grateful to be able to do these calls week after week after week with you guys the value that we get the mentorship that we have in qc and the trade house and i am man we are grateful and i'm grateful to have you know, a mentor of mine and a best friend of mine on the call tonight. You know, this guy honestly has done so much for me in my life. Like I could go on and on and on, but really he's one of my biggest role models in life. And he's someone I really look up to. And not only that, you know, he's just that dude that put us all on, yo, he put the whole fam on legitimately. This is the guy that put us all on. So with no further ado, I want to welcome my guest to the call tonight. Mr. Mike Navarrete, El Mago himself, Chairman Charts. What's good, bro? I was Miami. How you feeling? Que la que hay, bro. Oh, I think I got it on YouTube. You good? Yo, hey. We're good. We are in the videos. Oh. Hey. Yo, how epic was <laughs> what is that song? Oh, man. Nancy played that for me earlier, and I lost my shit. Yeah, where'd you guys find that? I, I don't know. where. Where did you find that? <laughs> internet man it's a beautiful thing but yo for real i i lost it and you know how much that song means to me so to hear that i was gone um boy i enjoyed that i enjoyed that <laughs> <laughs> so much fun the theme song but no it's a pleasure man to be here and it's so cool to see to see how this this session has evolved like your your vision and your mission with just communicating um where crypto is going beyond like price, you know, like where is it going uh, on a on an actually applicable level? It's been so sick, and I know you do different sessions uh, throughout the week for different purposes. And so to have this Friday kind of chilled out session, you know, where it's a little bit more um, relaxed, you know, maybe I'm sure. Um, have you, you had Tim on, right? So he's probably had a beer or wine on him. Um, I'm sure maybe the, maybe a joint comes out here somewhere, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens, but no, I appreciate you. And it's cool to see 200 plus people on a session on a Friday night. Um, I think just seeing people that are focused on their growth and just learning about, you know, the next wave and, and money and in just technology is sick. So shout out to everybody on here right now on a real, Friday night. Real. Appreciate you guys and all of you guys' time, everyone who made it here. And yeah, that's always been the intention with these things is like, I want to take like main, I want to take what people think is complicated stuff like blockchain, crypto, and just make it mainstream, make it like people can converse about it over the dinner table on a Friday night and make this kind of stuff normal conversation because this is the future. Like, this is the future. Like, like, man, I'm, I'm just excited to dive into this because I know these kind of conversations um, can go both ways. I, is the spotlight not split or is like, I think I have them pinned. So I have to, on my screen, I can see both our videos. Can you guys see both videos at the same time? We're probably fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Let me, let me see. Let me toss it over to you, Mike, with the first question. I kind of want to just hear hear your take of like where we're at. Because I, I had you on like two months ago. That was a little bit yeah. before this kind of blew up. So we definitely had to do another session to get some more net value out of you. But dude, I want to hear where you think we're at in terms of the emotional market cycle 
And like, what would you, what's your kind of like short-term outlook? You know, where, where do you see the market going the next couple of months? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, and we already had the, someone already dropped, you know, the, the popular conversation, which is Doge. And we'll talk about it later. But um, last time I was on, I think we were sitting maybe around the similar price, but I think there was a few, a totally different sentiment in the market. So like when we were, we were on before, but I think we had just be briefly broke 60K, I believe. I mean, we'd have to go back and check that out. But now we're sitting around like today, I don't know, probably like 56, I think, 57. Um, and I know we saw a dip below 50. And like, I, cause we are in this space where we get to see a lot of investors and a lot of traders. So I get to speculate the fear. I get to speculate and on all levels because I'm, I'm blessed to be teaching, you know, on, on, um, on go live and then being in different chats and some that are more mature, some chats that are just a bunch of noobs. So, um, <laughs> seeing, seeing how everything flows has been incredible. Um, and it, it's, it, I don't know, I want to ask you a question. Um, you know, this uh, the conversation and, as soon as Ethereum broke the highs, what starts to happen? Yo, how do I how do I how do I buy Ethereum? <laughs> where do where do I get Ethereum? Like every time we hit these highs, it's like, where where do I get it? Which isn't a bad thing, necessarily, right? Because at one point, Bitcoin's highs were at, was was seven dollars. <laughs> the one I saw, it, it was at seven dollars, and it's like, oh, where do I get this? Um, at one point, you know, just earlier this year, Ethereum hit. 1700 and we was like well let's wait for a pullback mm -hmm. and then you know you kind of got it but then now it's at 3500 and it's like well fuck i should have got it at 1700 <laughs> so uh this is this happens all the time um and so i think how much you invest at one point what you're willing to do what your plan is what your exit strategy there's a lot that goes into it but just something really interesting to, to think about. And when Bitcoin smacked under 50K, I think it was like a week or two ago, um, definitely saw the fear. It was like, mm -hmm. is, is December 2017 happening again? <laughs> you know, it was like that happened. Um, and so I think as far as where we're at now, I think we're good as far as, um, like I, I don't see us having a, a distribution yet, which with what that means is I don't think we're seeing like a macro uh, selling type of experience in the market yet. Party ain't um, over yet. <laughs> no, no, not yet. You know, and I'm not going to be the like. We've been doing this for five years, so um, it's it's. I'm not going to hype you out like this is. I make. I don't want to make anybody make any decisions based on hype, but I do mm -hmm. think we're in a really secure spot uh, as far as the crypto market goes in all levels. Um, I don't even think we're fully into all season yet, being real. Uh, so I know some of you are feel like that's happening, but I don't think we're in there quite yet. But as far as Bitcoin goes, um, I don't. I definitely think it's a great time to be dollar cost averaging. Um, if that's something that, and for the only one reason particularly, not because of price, uh, not because of the return, but because of the habit. So if you don't have a habit of investing, it is mm -hmm. important for you to create this habit, which this is more of like a psychological thing. You know, um, especially even if you have like, even if you're making absolute shit money, like even if you consider yourself broke, busted and disgusted, right? You, you still need to create this habit.
because when you do have the money, you're no longer attached to the, to it. You now have an understanding with it. And I know there's some of you here, which I'm grateful that you've you've been rocking with me since 2017. Some of you 2018. And I know if you didn't have the mindset and the habit of investing that you do now, now that some of you are making a lot more money, you probably still will be holding on to it um, out of attachment as, from a place of lack instead of actually understanding that this money works for you and there's places for it to go. So as far as like, if you want to have stable, if you want to have your savings not in fucking trash, which is fiat, right? If you don't want to be another fiat bro, then yeah, I think Bitcoin's a great place for your money to sit at um, instead of sitting in the US dollar, like a dumpster, you know? So for don't sure. throw your money in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's like, that's why I love having these conversations because I think there's a lot of uh, excitement. There's a lot of hype right now. Um, yeah. A lot of, there's probably a lot of new people on this call right now that maybe have never, ever, you know, been on a crypto call before. So we're getting a lot of new people to the space and, you know, it's mm -hmm. very natural for someone to be curious about a coin that just tripled or just doubled or just, you know, just pumped up. And it's like, Oh, Whoa, what is that? You know, like, how do I get this? What's going on here? And that's, what's really bringing people into the space. Um, but I love how you brought up there with, with the attachment to money and like, how you treat your investments. And that's why we really, really guys, when we want to bring things down to earth sometimes, because it's so important when you come into this space with, with your expectations, because, you know, if you've just joined crypto, you've just joined investing, you've just joined trading, you buy a coin and it goes up 10 X in a week. And now you think that's what all cryptocurrencies do. Yeah. And that's not what they all do. They're, <laughs> they're not like, this isn't a space designed for, you know, it, it, it occurs in the space. And I think this is the hot button topic. You saw the flyer. It's got the Doge moon sign on there. So we're definitely going to get there, but it's like, that's it's there's, there's more to it guys. There's more to it. And if you have that bigger picture and you really understand, that's the thing I want to convey is like, guys, zoom out the big picture of the stuff you're buying right now. Like I bought in probably when I first got involved in crypto, I got in the cycle, probably I would agree, like right where we're at right now. I personally think this cycle is going a lot faster. I don't think, yeah. I'm not like, I think yeah. by the end of the summer, we could be there already, you know? Like, I think it's coming quick. Um, but like for, for you guys, so you guys don't know who I am. You know, I, fought, I bought my first Bitcoin in October of 2017. I, I, took, I took my student loans for that following semester, dumped them all into altcoins at the high. <laughs> so like, guys, take it as someone who entered the market last time at the euphoria, at the craziness. You know, if you hold on, you stick it through like this space long term, the potential of it is it, it's, it's, it's mind boggling. It's, it's been mind boggling to me, you know, before that we go, <laughs> the student loan, before we go into like more maybe local events, I would love to just kind of, here because dude you're one of the best people i know in casting vision and really putting yourself ahead of the curve of things like legit like dude you're the first guy i knew talking trading forex all that stuff way before anyone knew about this stuff so i would love to hear your perspective on like what do you see like the i mean let's go as far as you can see it man what do you see for the future of crypto like the future of these technology like what to, what does the future world look like with this stuff sheesh um Wow, that is a heavy question. So I'll say this, I, I, we're at a point, I think, in adoption where now I think the majority of the world is definitely not buying yet. 
mm-hmm. what they're aware. Mm-hmm. And I do think we're going to get, and actually something I heard not too long ago, um, I forgot the name of the company and this is going to bother me, but basically you, if everything goes smoothly within, by the end of the year, you'll be able to buy crypto from your bank account, like, like from bank of America app, like mm-hmm. buy Bitcoin. And I think that's going to be a, <laughs> like that happening, I think will totally alter kind of like my expectations on where it would even hit this year because now it's like your grandpa will be checking his balance and then he'll be able to see bitcoin like buy bitcoin and i'll be like what like what is this so um i think as far as that goes like people will have access to it like we've never seen before because one of the things is like think about it you have to get coinbase or cash app or binance or something mm-hmm. like that to get crypto right now but if you already have an app and that's something that's very, very similar into your life and you just go to like that app and you check your balance and it's just like lingering right there. And it's just like, hey, it's Bitcoin. <laughs> like you're having that right there. I think it's yeah. gonna be, uh, I think it's gonna be something that's just super, is gonna create access like to another level that I've never seen before. But as far as like where this could really take us I mean, crypto in general, I think it's not just about, it's obviously not just about currencies. Like that, that's not the case. And I think that's why like the argument for Doge is just kind of mental because it's like, sure. it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's, that's cute. Um, you know, like it's cute. I get that, but okay, what else does it do? It's like, <laughs> that's it. No. So, um, and we'll get into that later, but so I think seeing so much, I think th- what what uh, one thing I was talking about yesterday with a couple of guys um, was how this really connects, like how this technology and how these participating in these markets and going through these emotional cycles with investing, like how this actually will raise the bar with people's awareness. So I remember I think we had a talk a couple of years back. I actually remember we were walking through the city of Chicago. It was like one of those one a.m. two a.m. kind of like nights and we're talking about um what if bitcoin right what if bitcoin is a reflection not of human psychology but what if it's a reflection of human consciousness right what if bitcoin is a reflection of people actually understanding themselves and actually understanding what they're worth so it's not so much like what is um bitcoin worth because it's what it's the people's currency, right? But so what are we worth? Because this is one of the fewest and one of the most vital ways where people actually understand, like, I get to set the tone, right? I get to decide how together as people, we can work together and set the value to something. And so I think I see that with Bitcoin. I think over time, at least that's one of the things that really intrigues me. And of course, it's just kind of like a something to just consider, something to speculate which is, is that the case? Like, is our people understanding not just like, oh, cool, let's use this coin to make money, but what if this this is one of the things that allows us to, you know, detach from the systematic ways of life, right? Like all these cryptocurrencies will give you the opportunity to not have to follow the same procedures, whether it's even through educational sources, like what the internet has done for us has given us power of thought and well potentially because there's a lot of sheep everywhere right um and i'll make my argument about that later too about other things but uh 
I just think it's something that with what we're doing, like nothing will ever be the same. Mm-hmm. Ever. Like it can't be anymore. Because now we gave, first we had the internet, which was like information, like everybody. Like as long as you have internet, like if you have electricity and you can connect to internet, you now are put in a position that no one ever has been in. Like the reason that I can live the way I live was because the internet exists. Mm-hmm. And the reason that now, you know, we can not just exchange money uh, without having people involved, but it's just a way for us to dilute the power to the people who don't have the best intentions. And I think that's the number one thing. So when we talk about giving power back to the people, it's not just in money. To me, it's in so many different ways because having access to your own information, right? To be able to um, basically stop censorship and all these types of things, like there will be cryptos for these for all of these the cryptos will only create solutions to current like cyclical generational issues Mm -hmm. so like cryptos will it sounds just funny but honestly it's going to change the direction of life forever as no period yeah for sure like without a doubt like this is the most game-breaking technology since the internet and I, I love asking people that. And I think that's the most interesting about this space is seeing the development of it, seeing, you know, government's responses to it, seeing, you know, companies' responses to it, you know, and seeing the world's response to it and seeing what the people's response to it is, you know, because it's it's not set in stone what this technology is going to turn into. I mean, think of like the internet, how the internet first developed. You know, we, 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 we do think of it as this great tool of freedom and it is. But at the same time, it's also a great tool of, uh, you know, Facebook, Google, the, the whole Amazon, you know, so it's allowed for a lot of freedoms on one end and then now turned into, you know, where the media is at right today, you know, and what, what what's going on with that. So I think, you know, I'm kind of curious on that with blockchain too, is like to see, okay, these are things that are working for humanity with the blockchain. And maybe these are some of the things that are working against us and furthering the, the, the things that we're used to, which yeah. is, you know, control power right because when it comes to these kind of technologies they are uh decentralized open protocols meaning mm-hmm. that like nobody can they're unstoppable essentially like the internet you know like whether you use the internet or not you can't turn it off you know what i mean it's like same with bitcoin's blockchain you can't prevent people from using it they're going to use it you can't ban it you can only exclude yourself from it so it's it's so uh it's so exciting and it's really just going to be interesting to see, you know, I think the United States personally, I think we're lacking, you know, we're, we're behind considering that, you know, other countries already have ETFs, you know, I'd love to hear your kind of stance on that. Like, what do you think of like government regulation? Cause I mean, I think it's inevitable. It has to come, but it's like, if you really go in deep into this stuff, you're like, wait, this takes away all the power from the central regulators to create and control currency. Mm-hmm. So how would they ever like, you know, like, what do you, what are your opinions on like that? on like government regulation. I mean, I, to me, that's, that's one of the highlights of this is like, just not involved. Like I, I'm that person that's like, give the power to the people, whether they fuck themselves over or not. Like I'm being real. Like I, I, I would rather like, for example, I remember Portugal, I once heard Portugal has no uh, regulations on drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And some people are like, how could they do that? That's so irresponsible. You know, like kids could be doing heroin or whatever out there but guess what they're not why because people still have the power of choice that's like to me the most important thing so yeah 
let people make ridiculous decisions of their life if that's what they're going to do. And, but to have access to that freedom to do that or not to do that, that to me is everything. So having things regulated, like I, I don't feel bad if you get scammed on a crypto. I'm being real. Like, I don't feel bad if, if you take a massive hit on crypto and you take a massive loss because it's a ref, it's always a reflection of us. So uh, <laughs> to me, it's like, yeah, of course, like make it unregulated, make things. And I'm not saying like, let's create some sort of anarchy. But what I'm saying is, yeah, of course, like at the point, like here's what happens, right? The reason, for example, same thing, the public education system is the way that it is. We, we have a business, right? That created another business, mm-hmm. right? The major business created the secondary business, which is a school system. Mm-hmm. And the business of that school is to create workers, mm-hmm. right? So these regulations, for example, like the fact that in the US, right, you technically can't trade all these different things. Why? Just because they decided. You could literally just hop over this invisible line and then you can not participate in any other market that you want. Just because there's this invisible line that no longer, you're just on the other side of it now. So to me, like regulations, yeah, throw them out the window. Like let people succeed, let them, let people fail. Because at the end of the day, like you have to go through your experience to become successful or to figure your shit out. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, man, with that. Like regulations to me, it's, it's a, like, I don't know, to me, it's okay. Like, I think we need more people to fail in order for the right people, for them to also succeed. Mm-hmm. Like same thing with like, for example, this pandemic that we experienced for like, what is it now? 14 months or something? Like in a really messed up way, it put people in the position to actually have to critically think about the situation they put themselves in and in other levels and other ways. So to me, it's same thing like with money, like everything, we're just being exposed to, to what we needed to be exposed to. So I kind of want to hear more about you though. Like I want to hear about the regular, like your side in the regulation here. Dude, yeah. I mean, I think you brought up a really good point there about, you know, because that's the, that's the dilemma with uh, regulation is that when you regulate things, you kind of, you kind of stifle the ability to innovate when you put rules on something that's still exploring what the rules and boundaries of money and value transfer are. And so like putting red tape everywhere just does nothing but stifle innovation. And the thing is, is like, I have, I, I, I really believe in the world and it's crazy how I think it's so cool today that, you know, we have the internet, you know, we've been able to travel, you and myself, like all over the world. And, you know, there's this common culture that everybody I share, I think shares now because of the internet, which might not have existed in generations past, you know, because now we have this internet culture and things on the internet can spread very fast. And so it's like, it's almost like this new kind of community of people, which is the internet. And, you know, like the blockchain and cryptocurrencies are from that community of people like the cypherpunks the first badass motherfuckers that realized yo with computers and codes like we can really do some crazy cool shit you know and like digital cash was just the first version payments were just the first thing that's why litecoin xrp xlm like dogecoin like dude payment networks are the first iteration of crypto we're so beyond that <laughs> like we're on the dApps we're on the platforms you know so like products still building currencies that's a side rant for me, but, but it's like, yeah, I think for um, the governments, they're kind of just like, I, I've seen it's what I've been in fine space for four years. Now the space has been around since, you know, 10 years plus now. And it's still like, they're kind of sitting on their hands. Like 
I don't think they know what to do, bro. Like, maybe they do. Maybe I don't have a clue, but it's like, hmm. damn, these damn internet coins are actually like popping off. And especially now with, with, with the freaking, the meme coins, <laughs> it's like gaining people's, oh. like some serious people's attention. Like, what the hell are these guys doing on the internet? Like, let me ask you something. So I don't know if you ever looked kind of deeper into how did the Rothschilds create their wealth? Like, what exactly was their process? Like, what what industries, like, how they got to that point? So, um, here's the thing. <clears throat> the What the Rothschilds did is they started taking on, basically, like, every avenue of income. So, transportation industry, right? Like, material type of industry, the medical type of industry. And so, like, they kind of started taking over every aspect, right? So, they, they were the owners of... on every fundamental level to your life. Yeah, we own that shit, right? So considering how they own mediums of communication, mediums of transportation, right? The food source now, and we're talking like, we're going into literally everything. I feel like when it comes down to money, currency, that to me, which arguably is all those things come into this, right? Like all of these different industries at the end of the day, come back into this. So do you, do you think that, you know, these basically behind the scenes players weren't ready for this? Like, do you actually think that that's a possibility? I don't know. Like I genuinely yeah. have no idea, but I'm just considering like the fact that they've been so many moves ahead for so long. The fact, like, did one or did a entity known as Satoshi Nakamoto, arguably the most badass motherfucker out there, um, did this dude really fuck up the game like that for him? Or was it, you know, and this is not conspiracy. All I am is speculating thoughts. But, you know, like, is that why, is that kind of what we're seeing now, which is kind of like an institutional takeover um, in, the, in the, like, the Bitcoin industry? Could it be like that now they're like, all right, cool, we're actually in on this. And like, let's let's take this back over again in a way that we can. Or is it just like, I don't know. I'm just bringing up ideas. Like uh, to me, they've been ready for so much for so long on so many levels beyond people's understanding, literally through psychological warfare, through television, through frequencies, through like, I don't know. To me, it would be if, if they're not, then Satoshi Nakamoto goes down as not the most gangster human being. Like, <laughs> yeah, the most gangster human, alien, like whoever, AI, whatever it is. I, don't know, I, I love that conversation point of Bitcoin because that's the, the never ending, like what's your worldview? Um, because there's the, yes, they knew. Yes, they made this. Yes, they have the keys to the kingdom. Why would they give it up? And then there's a, like, well, what if we're actually advancing? You know, because of I believe right now we're in a time of, in human history just of tumultuous change of political systems of religious systems of the earth of, of freaking everything you know like if you study astrology if you study any kind of history right now is a very significant time at all levels and so of course finance we're going to see a big change and so i've i love debating the like what's the intention behind bitcoin you know was it was it who created it was like you know i've seen that um I think I sent you that TikTok once. It's like some guy breaking down Japanese names of the brands. And then like Satoshi means central intelligence. I'm like, yo, is it the CIA? I don't know. It could be. But like, 
regardless of where it came from, what it's for, I just know, I know how to read the clues and like see the, where things are going, follow the wave. Like this is the next wave. This is the next wave. Um, we got to get this Candace girl out of here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, let me just, how do I turn off the chat? Let me just do that. Yeah, guys, give me a second to do that. <laughs> this is how you know. It's how you know, like, yeah. you're having the right conversations is when there's controversy. When you're, you know, like, this is one thing that uh, was actually a pretty critical part of my this journey was putting myself in the position to possibly step on toes, not for the sake of stepping on toes, but for the sake of communicating. Like, you can't communicate the message Right? You can't communicate something that you want to, you, you can't create awareness without hurting somebody else's feelings. And that's not really in your control. Like, it, and it shouldn't be in your control, right? It's not in your power to do so. So like with these kinds of conversations, uh, of course, like th this, it's, it's not meant to trigger anybody, but if it does by consequence, then so be it. So. Yeah, exactly. And like, I love crypto so much and i really actually i want to take this conversation there this is what a lot of people this is what the people want we're beating elon to his punch um but i i, I love crypto and i've really spent a lot of time the last couple of weeks i was kind of revealing to you kind of some of my thoughts i'm like man i can't make sense of some of this stuff you know like i i i, I like the, the dogecoin the meme coin but then i'm like you know what like what we're talking about here is like elevating our consciousness elevating our potential right expanding our possibilities with technology that's why it's so dope right it's like we've grown up with these tools that are just giving us things like you know remember like the ipod came on you could put songs in your pocket it's so dope i've always loved technology because it's like you know it's cool it's pushing the limits of what we can do and i look at crypto as that as the, the 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 cutting edge of what we can do and it's giving everybody the ability to choose for themselves what they want their money to be now you know, and I, I really, hard as it is to say, I've kind of somewhat accepted. Some people are going to choose Doge. <laughs> some people are choose yeah, for sure. Doge, but it's their right. And it's their choice. So, yeah, we're bringing this conversation here. <laughs> it's the hot button topic. Um, but, yeah, Mike, what are, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Dogecoin? <laughs> what is that? Say so what? What is that? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Some joke. It's like it's a pretty funny. Uh, joke. Well, I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my satoshis here, my couple of satoshis on on Doge. Uh, you know, I think a long time ago, I remember the way I, I classified it was it, it's it's a reflection of of the world's sense of humor. Yeah. You know? And so people are fucking funny, man. <laughs> like people are hilarious, uh, and I think. It's honestly like it's not something that I invested into just because and it's the same thing for the same reasons I haven't invested. There's similar reasons why I didn't invest in XRP or Ripple. Um, it's just not something I want to put my money into. And I said it from the beginning. Will this make you money? Probably like it probably will make you a lot of money. But with that being said, right, it's just not something I'm it's not something I'd rather put my money elsewhere. Like right, for me, right. you know, like your money is your, like that's how you vote in a way so to me i was like yeah like that's cool like make your money i know how to make money like i that's one of, that's my best fucking skill is making money so i choose to make money whichever way i want and that's just not one of the ways 
maybe am I, could it be a little ignorant considering like, yeah, like a lot of people are being backed by it. It's hilarious. I'm going to influence by the ultimate jokester, which is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, of course, like, so to me, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, make your money, but also no, here's, here's what I'll say. If you're, if you're into the meme coins, right. Date them. Date mm-hmm. the meme coin. Don't marry the meme coin. You know, take, take her out for a nice nightly stroll, you know, a little wine and dine, but don't marry her. So, or him, whatever, or it, whatever fuck you're into. So, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's how I look at it. So it's, it's exit strategy. You know, when do you get out? Are you in this like sense of euphoria that it will never come down? I have a, I don't have to give you the awakening. It will. And so I will say that like, the number one thing is cool. You made money on Doge, but can you do it again? Because at the end of the day, like, and this is some some one of my my beliefs is the reason that I I, I kind of struggle on giving people money is because that doesn't save you. That doesn't that doesn't provide a solution in your life. That doesn't actually like change the direction of your life. That just that just stalls the inevitable. So it's the same thing with this. Like I want to make that's how we're that's how I'm so stubborn with this the 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 meme coins it's not because like i don't want you to make money like cool make your money like i don't care you know like amazing please (laughs) make money but what i do want is people to just have ability right people to be able to tap into the skill set to live freely and if you can only do it once then guess what all you did was delay the inevitable which is again being broke Mm -hmm. or maybe being unhappy or maybe being delusional so that's kind of my thing with it like hell yeah make money like ride the waves because the thing is this the if you have a talent for knowing where attention is going then that will probably make you money for a really long time right uh however you also have to know when the attention diverts itself right and with like what we learned with doge you know there's there's the one percent that own 94 percent so that means that you have no power over when you get fucked over. <laughs> so you got to basically choose, you know, time, time your exit right. So that's kind of where I'm at with, um, with this, right? Um, anybody who has any sort of like experience than this current bull run will tell you like, it's, this is, this is, this is cyclical. Like what you're experiencing is nothing unique at all it's been done it's been seen so um, all it is is just like be aware of what you're doing because that was just like it's funny man like you know how many people on the squad are making dumb money right now yeah a lot that's sick (laughs) hell yeah and so all it is is like look and here's where you have to like shift the 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 perspective the, the here's where you have to like fill the gap between what you know and what you do because if, especially if you've tapped into our community and if you've been learning through the live sessions and you're actually plugging in, then you already know you need an entry strategy, an exit strategy, and a strategy to manage the trade that you're currently in. And so if, if you don't actually execute on those strategies, then you're just like the rest of them. So that's the thing is that's why, if, you know, having like an actual predetermined exit strategy is so valuable because it, it eliminates the emotion of the the um, of the rush mm-hmm. you know like that's the reason that's like people sometimes go like yo this is the perfect setup 
you know, this is the perfect opportunity. And it's, it's not the perfect opportunity because you're ready for the opportunity. If you think it's the perfect and the best possible opportunity, then that means that your emotions are deciding for you, not your plan. And the plan is what actually pays here, not your emotions. The emotions is usually what gets you wrecked. So that's kind of my mindset on, on just meme coins in general. Like, can they make you money? For sure. If you're totally down, you're like, I'm gonna throw hundred bucks in this. If I lose all of it, I don't care. Then it's like, dude, yeah, that's a part of your plan, right? Your risk exposure, you're like, yeah, like this is, this is, uh, uh, you know, the, the moonshot, right? <laughs> like this is the moonshot. Cool, I'm gonna throw money in this. And if I literally lose all of it, I don't give a flying fuck. Perfect. That's your strategy with that specific coin. Mm-hmm. But if that's your only strategy, then well, just go to a casino, you know? So yeah, let me know. I don't know what do you think. That's that's bars. I think like my synthesis of that is like we don't recommend it because inevitably if you're getting invested in those kind of projects, it's gonna get emotional. Because there is nothing else to for it to be based off of there are no fundamentals (laughs) there's not really much of a like a real value case other than the excitement and hype behind it you know and so it's like i personally everyone knows my opinion but personally i'll leave it short and simple at this it's like i'm not trying to be checking my bags every day and tweaking out is the party over is this is the is it gonna go down now i'm not trying to be stressing about my investments because mm-hmm. i look at cryptocurrency not for the one year play not for the like let's start flip our bags next month for like the but the 10 year hold the 20 year hold and you don't want to hold something that's going to have you freaking oh my god bro i just made a million dollars and you're like oh shit like dude that's not, that's not the game i played that game before yeah and i don't ever want to play it again <laughs> like, like I said, I put all my money in meme coins. Oh, bro, I bought, I bought Neo, like 180 bucks. I remember buying Nano at like 28 dollars. Iota, like four bucks. Like remember 2017, all those altcoins, all the meme coins back in the day. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Still popping, but I don't know about Neo. Dude, now they're all they're all all the you know it's all the all the dead coins that don't actually have real development that were big back in the day just pumped this last week. Ethereum Classic, Litecoin, EOS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethereum Classic, and, and it's it's just like a psychological thing. Like now that they're moving, it's like I missed the train. It's the FOMO effect. Right. Yep. Um. So to really clarify, like I just think that, you know, I just think that it's not that I'm talking down on Doge. I don't. No. I don't care about it enough even to even talk down on it. Um. Right. It's just like I just want you to be aware of kind of the the mindset behind investing into anything so it's not even those it's like it's like because it provides it does something right it holds value so like cool that's awesome so but what i just wanted you all to be prepared for is when the attention goes elsewhere mm-hmm. you know and for you to be prepared for the exit because what i want is for everyone to be able to continue to duplicate their money and to do it in a responsible way so yeah, of course, understand your risk exposure, understand your exit strategy and do what you're doing. Um, and so that's it. Like, and I think that's really where I'm coming from. Like, you know, right. some, of you, some of you have some more money to work with. Like I, I there's a guy on the team that had a, a thousand threw it into, what was that called? Safe Moon, I think, or no, was it? no, Shiba. He threw it into Shiba, I think like months ago. 
kids sit in multiple six, you know what I mean? And it was, it wasn't like he threw all of his, like he didn't put all of his money into something. It was like, you know what? It's worth the risk. So and that's it. It's like you have to ask yourself, is it worth the risk? Is it worth, worth potentially having to be in management mode with your money consistently and having that added stress, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, you, you just have to, you have to go, you have to think beyond like, just will it go up? <laughs> like you have to you have to consider the um the variables but right, right i think that's something a lot of people are missing out on is like maybe because it's a lack of experience is that you have to ask yourself when buying any cryptocurrency would i be cool if this pulls back 80 percent over the next two years would you still be holding that cryptocurrency like, you know, because that can happen. That's the real part about it. And like, I think one of the first things I ever learned about investing and one, one thing, first biggest things I've ever learned from you, Mike, is just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. Just because you can make money on something doesn't mean you should make money on something. And especially when it comes to investing, I, my primary principle of whether I want to invest in something is not because it's going to make me money, believe it or not. It seems like reverse, like not intuitive. Like what? I thought we buy things to make money. I thought we invest to make money. Yes, we do. But when you realize this is a psychological game, you realize that the right approaches and the right disciplines actually will attract you those results and those monies that what you really want. You learn to invest in principle-based theory mm-hmm. versus price and like other things, you know? And so like, I, that's why I look at crypto. It's like, I mean, I was doing these calls three years ago, 2018, there was four people on, you know? And like now it's 2021, there's 200. I'm telling you in two years, we'll be in a bear market and it'll drop back down again. Um, Because like, yeah, the things that come and go, and that's what Mike said. So it's like, yeah, if if you're in the bag, please take profit. That's my final, that's my favorite thing. Just please take profit, guys. Just please take profit. (laughs) Secure the bag. Not facts. And I think like, to kind of, I want to, you know, move past the the meme coin uh, conversation because we'll be here all day. Um, but the one thing I'll say, like, I think someone asked here, uh, where was it? Someone asked, like, can Bitcoin be a weekly investment? Guys, all I had to say is this: anything is better than the U.S. dollar. Anything, mm-hmm. like anything. That's why. I, that's why I was like, yeah, cool. If you want to put your money in in, in Doge or safe moon or safe mars or whatever planet that you, it's going to be safe in you know like whatever you're doing it's better than the dollar more than likely um so all i'll say is like develop that mindset of thinking beyond um what has been put in front of you mm-hmm. so the you know like you literally you lose with your money sitting where it is so everyone on this call already has the right mindset i think it's just making some tweaks and then being prepared for uh when things start to shift around because you can make money, you can make hella bread in a bearish market if you know what you're doing, right? If you actually know how to identify like quality projects, um, you know, do you even understand the power of something that can be staked or not? Like it's like, I don't know. To me, like there's so much more above the surface with these kind of things. Just dig deeper. Like don't get complacent because you know some some coin that's being talked about on some Reddit is like popping. Like go beyond. All I'll say is keep keep digging, keep yeah. digging, keep digging, keep digging, because you'll you'll find things that you didn't even know about. Like there are some coins right now that you can stake for a hundred percent, you know, one hundred fifty percent in a year, 
uh, and, and 30, you know, so like guys making money is not difficult at all. You just have to know where to look and you just have to be willing to be uncomfortable and make, you know, like dig for the information. So, um, yeah, I think that's just kind of the, what I'll end off with, with this part, like this part of the conversation yeah. is, you know, like, I think we've already said it. Just like understand your, your risk and learn the skill, fucking learn the skill. Dude, yeah, and that's the thing is like, there are gems out there, fam. Like, I think the, the desire to want to buy into a currency that has not blown up yet, you know, to catch the next big thing is is not, that's that, in, that curiosity, that drive, that intuition isn't wrong. It's not wrong. Mm -hmm. But like, what we're saying is like, yo, guys, like there are coins out there that, that you're going to have, that you're going to buy into before Elon Musk is talking about it on Twitter. Because like the guys who bought Doge last year, like two years ago, those guys that like saw this, I was like, oh, let me, before the hype, right? You know, and so it's like, yeah, like now's the time, projects are coming out left and right, the innovation's there, the money's there, the excitement there, the investment's there, you know, the marketing's there. And it's like, yeah, it's really not too hard to go dive deep, find a coin you like, find a coin that you really see, like, damn, this is legit, you know, and getting in on those kind of projects before they hit mainstream. That's where the games are at. Yeah. And that's honestly one of the best things that you've done. Like, honestly, guys, if you've been in the chat, you've been following along with some of my calls, like, you drop some ridiculous micro caps. And that's something that, like, I, I generally am, like, a blue chip investor because, like, you guys know my thing. I'm freaking just stacking sats and chilling, like, literally stacking them <laughs> in the closet and forgetting about them. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't check it. So I'm all about the long term. But those mm -hmm. micro caps and those, those short-term opportunities, like, from the 2017 ICO hype, 90% of ICOs went to zero, you know? And if you look at the meme coins, if you look at the food coins from even last summer, the DeFi craze of 2020, there's a bunch of food coins that were coming out, like freaking Yam coin, all this shit. Most of those coins are at zero now, guys. So this isn't the first time we've had a cycle of just a specific type of coins come and go. But of those hype cycles, there is some cream that rises to the top. Like... Yeah. And from 2017, example was Ave and Synthetics. Those are ICOs that came out in 2017 where most ICOs were scams. Those ones actually came out. So, I mean, yeah, bro, I'd love to kind of hear your methodology when you're when you're digging deep in the interwebs of crypto, when you're looking on those, like looking for those small cap coins. Because, dude, yeah, you're one of the best I've seen out there with just, you know, going out there, digging, finding the coins that are up next, not the ones that everyone's are talking about. So talk us, walk us through your mindset. Oh, okay. Let's go. So, um, I want to answer one question before I, and I need your help with the Jordan before I get into this, because it's been asked a lot, like, okay, so, when do I get out of Doge? Cool. Um, and someone's, I've heard $10 a lot and I just want people to understand what that would require. So Jordan, I don't know if you got the numbers on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what would that require? <laughs> so, um, just pure facts, no no opinions here, guys. They make 10,000 Dogecoin every minute. So for price to sustain its current price at, what, 70 cents? That means roughly $7,000 of buying pressure needs to be there. $7,000 of buying of liquidity needs to be there to hold that buying price, right, in the order book. Those buys need to be held. So putting Doge at even a dollar per coin means $10,000 every minute needs to be there in the order book to hold price at those levels. And at $10,000... I mean, at $10 a coin, that's $10,000 every, you know, that's 10 times 10. That's 100K of liquidity every minute, guys. That's $600,000 an hour. That's like, dude, that's, 
I don't know about you guys. I don't think that's very sustainable, but you know, it's um, part of the tokenomics. So yeah, it, it would require an insane amount of buying pressure to keep Doge at those coins and a market cap of ten dollars per coin. I don't. Know, there's no sub, there's no cap on the Doge supply, so you couldn't even estimate how much the market cap would be if we got to that point. It would be ridiculous, though. That would be worth. Oh, that's almost like you know, like I don't really want to give you a price point. Um, do I think it's realistic? I don't live by, I don't live by those kind of. Like, I don't have limitations. Like, a realistic is not something that I believe in. I think the worst advice is to be realistic, to be honest. Um, so, does would I hold to $10? If a personal opinion, I would not hold to $10. Uh, can it get there? I have no fucking clue because I didn't even think it'd get to where it is now. So, now I'm not the person to ask if you want a very bullish answer. Um, to me, it would. Uh... if you've made more money you've ever seen in your life then maybe maybe some time to, to to take a step back and figure out what you want to do with what you got um but current lending so, supply yeah go before ahead. you do that before you do that with the current supply obviously it jumps up 10k every minute but um with the current supply doge at 10 dollars puts it i think i'm so bad this thousands millions billions trillions 1.3 trillion okay 10 bucks a doge coin so it would have to be where Bitcoin is now. Yeah. Okay. And then we made it this far, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for uh, it. I'm here for it. Like that's what I, I love. Yo, I'm down. Like run it up. There might be more people. That's cool with me. Um, like again, like I'm not anti-doge or anti-meme coins. I'm just like, I just I'm pro you being ready. Uh, but to answer going back to Jordan's question, like how do I find these ridiculous coins where we're getting in at, you know, anywhere from sometimes under 10 million market cap to maybe like 25, 50. Um, one thing that to me, I, it's fishing. It's honestly that it's, it's not even fishing. It's like curiosity. Right. So there's a, like a sweet spot that I like in the market, which is sitting around that like 10 to 25 million market cap. And then it's literally going through the projects. So there's two things that I'll look for. Um, and first, and to most people, it won't make sense, but I actually look at the technicals first. And here's why I do that. Because I want to see, I don't want to waste my time. Right? I don't want to waste my time with the project. So I will first go and look at what's been, let's say it's been ranging for a while, consolidating. And then when it's giving, when it's giving me like the first even on a, like a micro scale like it's giving me the first accumulation where like it is just broken structure and it's you know get going back to where the market's going to mitigate when i see something like that so let's say something was sitting at like 0. 0.002 and then it was hovering there for forever and then it broke the highs and pulling back again and so like you know because what happens is when the market's been squeezing for so long like eventually, you know, buyers, sellers get liquidated, market starts deciding what it wants to do. So once that happens for me, and if I get that sweet spot where I, we're, we're, we're literally now seeing a bull, like we're in a, a bullish phase in the market with that specific coin, getting that pullback, that when I see that happen and money's, and I, and I got 10 milli, 15 milli, 25 in that coin, oh, that is like, that's like, okay, we're lining up. That doesn't mean get in, but that's just like, 
All right, we're about to make some anywhere from two to five X, could be 10 X, depending on the And so for us, um, you know, that's happened, that's happened before, but the, the one project for us that really like, that I, that I was very, very vocal about was uh, a veracity that we got into a couple months back. Um, and it's not even the one that's probably paid me out the like, per, like percentage wise the most, because uh, we've had other projects like this again from 2018. But um, for example, because like BNB, which was Jordan, uh, he, he actually is like, yo, bro, it's just sitting around six. And I bought a little bit. It was like $50 worth. But I did over 100 apps. <laughs> so, you know, um, that, that I had my 100x trade before I even knew I had my first 100x trade. Um, and same thing goes with this one. So, okay. So, for example, all of these things happen. Uh, now, at that point in time, I'm looking at, is this one of those projects that are actually fully running, that are actually being applied into the world right now? And it's just that there's, there's no attention because that's the thing. Attention is so powerful in this space where that if there's enough attention in some project, it doesn't fucking matter what it does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter because the money is the price is what's driving like the, the value of it like alone, which isn't necessarily a good thing. And so, um, for example, that's what happened with XRP in uh, 2017. Attention was just there that was it like nothing was happening there was just so much attention and people were just writing off of like this is going to go forever until it didn't right and so when i have something like that so when we're seeing like this um accum- accumulation and for those of you that understand why confidence coming back to the spring and now i'm sitting at 10 to 25 million market cap what i'm literally giving you free game right now that will could make you a million dollars so if if, if you miss this, then you're like, that's on you. But, um, and if you don't understand, then reach out to whoever invited to this call. But uh, after that, then it's like, okay, what's, what's this really look like? Is this being applied? Is this real yet? Um, and then uh, you can kind of see, okay, what, who are the developers? What are the partnerships uh, and things like that? So for example, um, somebody sent me a coin yesterday. They were like, yo, you got to check out SafeMars, right? And I'm like, all right. So that's some safe, safe planet. Um, and so I looked at it and, okay, cool. It's hilariously inexpensive, you know, like whatever. And then it was like, cool. There's three developers and five marketers on the project. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so this is a pumping thing. And so to me, could you make money on that with the right technicals? Sure. Sure. But you also have to be aware that maybe you won't. So with what I with like the way I look at things is I want to make sure there's actually something running. So with Veracity, um, we I, I saw I saw my work. Like I literally got to collect it. I got to see it happening, and it, it paid you in its own token for paying attention to the video. So if you watch the video, eventually you get to claim your you know your crypto, and so it was like proof of viewers, right? And so once I saw that, I was like, Dude, this is real. And this is solves some issues, which is through advertising, all these other things. I'm like, whoa, this is legit. Like this can solve a billion dollar uh, problem in the marketing world and in the advertising. Game. And if, and that's the thing is if it catches on, it doesn't have to, 
You know, just like how um, Nikola Tesla had all the solutions, but his marketing game was ass, so he got clapped. <laughs> he literally just, <laughs> and then what happens is, you know, other people take, uh, whether it's credit or they just decide to come up with something else. So, you know, uh, you, you do have to have that attention in the place as well. So in the, in the it's called, when we're talking about, that's the thing, like you have to have attention in the right place. So some of these coins, they got, they got all the right, everything right, except for the attention, because this is such a saturated space. Right. And like, you, you, look, you just saw how many billions of dollars are in Dogecoin when those same billions of dollars could be spread out somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that's kind of what I look at. Like that's to, to overly simplify what I'm talking about is, is that, and especially when, um, for example, there's this coin that I, uh, I looked, I got caught by just coincidence, not even coincidence, the universe just was, I was just aware at that moment in time of what I was being delivered. And so this is me just giving you guys the message. Um, there's this coin called VAIOT, right? And to oversimplify, it's like an artificial intelligence uh, based off a of blockchain. And they do a couple of different things like legal contracts, et cetera, et cetera. And you can check that in, check, look into that um, yourself. But I got to see it. I got to see like it's legit. Like they can literally make artificial contracts. Like there's just, they do things that would require normally a person, a notary and all those other things. Um, and I'm like, this works and it's based on blockchain. So everything's legit. I'm like, Yo, this is dope. And this is valued at nothing right now. It got onto an exchange, it pumped, and then of course it dropped. Why? Because people want to make the money and they got out. But if you're someone who understands the power of something and you go, okay, cool. This has now left this like a certain phase in the market. And now it's like, all right, cool. People actually believe in this. They're going to pick it up again. So that's where we come in. So for something that dropped, you know, 75% value over four days, because it was finally available on another exchange, then now it can basically reset itself and then keep going. So that's what happens all the time. That's what's happening with Omi right now. For those of you that, um, you know, like enjoy NFTs and, and are collecting on V or whatever, uh, or however you pronounce that, like there was this mad, massive Omi hype um, when it was coming out and it was going to be dropped on, you know, it was going to be available on another exchange and then people were going crazy. And then all of a sudden, and I actually, I saw this happen. And now I'm talking about guys, here's the thing. The, the same mindset that I see Mooch have, people with millions of dollars in crypto do the same thing. I saw people get into Omi at 1.2, 1. 1.5, or yeah, like a penny and change. Yeah. And then it came back down to five and a half, like half a cent. And they were like, I'm going to take my L's on this and then get somewhere else. And it was like, no, oh, what? The, like, buy high, sell low. <laughs> and, and the whole time, it's like, yo, this is my entry. Like, you're getting out on my entry. So it's because like we're we're not following the belief in what something's capable of doing. We're following in our belief of making money, and that's when you're gonna make mistakes so often. And okay. so, and look, it doesn't matter if you have hundred dollars invested or millions. The, the money doesn't establish how much you actually understand at all. So all I'm saying is like, you, you really like the belief you have into something is going to dictate whether you run with it or not. So, mm-hmm. 
I don't know, there's a lot of coins that people let go of because they weren't driven by purpose, but they were driven by money. And that that sentence alone speaks a lot of different things in a lot of different situations. But yeah, so it's like, it's, it's not crazy for this. Like you can make insane amount of money all the time. That's facts. Like, I don't want people to go back to this 6% a year mindset. And I don't want you to go back to that, that you are fully capable of making 50 at, or uh, 50%, 100% in crypto a week sometimes. But that comes with a, a lot of skill. So in some ways, like some of you have made probably 10x, 100x in some coins. And you were just like, yeah, this is easy. But do it again. Do it again. And do it again. And if you can't, then maybe you do have to switch the strategy. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Like, for those of you that are on here that have been exposed to seeing ridiculous numbers, right? Seeing a couple hundred turn into tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. The last thing you want is for you to never be able to do it. And I've met so many people that have experienced that. Mm-hmm. I had a... I had, uh, I did a, a mentorship with uh, a, a group of uh, professionals back in 2019. It was a group of eight people, doctors, lawyers, uh, six-figure earners, seven-figure earners. And they had one of them, only one of them had made money at one point. And he made 60K on one trade in 20, it was like 2016 or 2015. And from that day, right, from that moment, he withdrew some of that money, created a business, out of it, which was smart because he didn't know how he did it. So he actually took money out, made a business that made him amazing income. But none of them for five years had been able to do anything, make any money. So again, like think about that. Think about that feeling of you did it once, and then now, because out of arrogance or ignorance or ego, you don't shift your perspective, and you're just wanting to force money your way when Everything you do is effortless. Everything that we do here is absolutely effortless because you're attracting who you are. So what I'll say is that, guys, like, focus on really becoming the skill and understanding what you're doing. Once you actually have that, you're good. So, yeah, that's kind of like my outlook on these, like, micro caps. Like, I'm aware there's some volatility that comes with it. Of course. Like I've had entries where I'm in and then I see 20% draw on next day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, you know, but I'm not putting like my whole portfolio into a coin. Like I'm, I'm aware of kind of what I'm working. So you, you have to definitely be consistent with, um, I see someone dropping their crypto.com. Yeah. Before. I was about to just spam that out of the chat. Um, but yeah, so you have to be aware of what you're willing to do. So, what I say is like there are levels to investing in this crypto space. There's the majors, the, the, the big caps, the middle caps, the low caps. I'm, I'm playing with micro caps. I'm playing with things where I'm going to put 500 in or 1,000 in, a couple thousand in, and it could see 30% drawdown because of the volatility. But I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because I know what percentage of my money, you know, I know what percentage of my money uh, is fluctuating at a loss. And I also have so much evidence from what I've done that I'm okay with taking those kind of trades. So my, because my money is scattered through some of these coins, cool, I'll see. Because here's the thing. Sometimes people throw everything into a small coin and then you'll see drawdown for 
a month. And then you have all these other ones on your radar that you're like, man, these are like, I want to put money in, but like, I don't want to take a loss here. So then all these other things go and play out exactly your way. Nine out of 10 of your trades put out right. But because you decided to move your money ignorantly, then you just weren't able to make money on the rest of it. Mm. So you, you do have to know how do you want to, how much money you're putting in different things. And that also is like, learn how to make money in different ways. So you're not stuck. Yeah, yeah, there's so much value in all of that. It's supposed to be a conversation. I'm just like, dude, you're good. You're good. It's just wisdom that pours out. And it's like, I think, I think we've created a theme from this conversation. And I, I'll use Mark Douglas's words. And it's like a lot of people don't even know what they're trying to learn when they're investing in trading. They think they're trying to learn how to make money. And that's not not what you should be trying to do because being in trades, being in the market will make you money. So what you, what you want to learn, the objective is here is how to learn the emotional skill set of being able to make decisions in the face of uncertainty with a plan, with the proper execution. That's what Mike's talking about. And the biggest thing I got out of what you said there, bro, was like, and it hit me like a shitload of bricks because that was me. The first time I got into crypto, I jumped in, everything was going up. I made a lot of money. I was like, damn, I'm going to be freaking rich. I dropped out of school. I took my student loans, threw it in the market. Like, bro, <laughs> I'm paying off all my life debt. Like I'm getting rich this year. Let's go. And so like, it was so damn frustrating and exaggerating, exasperating, I think is the word when it's like you, you've, you've tasted it, but then it just stays right in front of you. And you just feel like you can't grasp it no matter what you try to do. And because I was focused on the wrong shit, I was focused on trying to make money. What's the next coin? What's the next one? Mike, give me the next trade. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, but when I started focusing on like learning the skill sets of what's going to allow me to profit in the market, emotional discipline, patience, risk management, the shit that nobody wants to learn. <laughs> that's what gets you the consistent results in the market. And that's the theme, I think, of this whole conversation is like, if you're if you're lost in the sauce with the emotions and the, the hype, like crypto is probably one of the worst places to be because it can really give you and make you feel like, shit, I'm going to get rich. And then shit takes it away from you like that. Like, and I don't want to say I to scare nobody, but like personal experience. Hey, that's all we want to save everybody from. And, you know, and like, I want to touch on one more thing is like, uh, what you're talking about with coins and the marketing and the marketing versus the technology. Um, and I, I, I refer to this as pumpamentals, <laughs> whether a coin has pumpamentals or not, because, you know, I know a lot of coins that have great tech, that have great projects, that have great um, developers, all that stuff, but nobody talks about them, right? And it's like, you, like you said, Tesla was the ultimate example of someone who missed the key part of fundamentals was he had the fundamentals. He had the, one of the genius you know, inventors of the world. You know, he, Tesla's responsible for most of the electronics all of us are using right now. AC current, dude invented AC, <laughs> like mind blowing, but the marketing wasn't there. And then I like, I think of that in the opposite of crypto, where it's things that have all the marketing in the world. But when you dive deep into what's beyond the mark, like what's underneath the surface, that's that to me is what allows you to ultimately do what you need to do to make money in investing. Which, like I said before, is one to measure, just develop the skill set. But once you have the skill set, now that we can talk, like I'm talking to you now, like you've had the skill set, you've mastered your emotions, you've mastered your plan, is that you have to be able to find things that are undervalued, AKA things that the market doesn't see value in that you can see with your own eye definitely will have value. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with going with the crowd is that you'll never be able to distinguish 
what 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 is value underneath the, the excitement you know and it, it comes like really I, i'll tell you guys it's just like dude like you got two fingers and you got google <laughs> you know go after go at it yo like just jump in there because curiosity is also the prime answer i got out of you and from that question which is a really <laughs> long extended question so long extended synopsis but it's like that was the ultimate thing i got for you which is straight curiosity like yo i'm curious like what, what what's next here what, what what are these coins doing like and that will get you paid in crypto is to be more curious than everybody else to find what's going to be the next thing before everybody else finds it because most people don't do any research most people just hop on the call and wait for someone to tell them what coin to buy most people don't do the research themselves most people don't ever learn themselves and they're just waiting and following and i'm telling you it's not that hard to be a leader in crypto it's not that hard to be like someone that's it because guys you, you think that i know everything about crypto you think mike knows like we're crypto gurus like there ain't no fucking crypto gurus guys not a single one the market's been around for 10 years barely you know like nobody really knows and nobody can put a like a, a strong thesis everyone has their thesis that's what you how you invest but everyone's thesis of what is going to be valuable tomorrow next month next year is different right and I, i'm just encourage you guys to like start being a part of that and start putting your claim and your opinions on what you think is good because that's the point it's like yo you have the choice now it's like the wide open field like it's up for the taking that's the way i look at it everything's up for the taking here with crypto oh most of these so <laughs> yeah i got you yeah no 100 percent like everything you said facts 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 on facts on facts um i wanted to add one more thing and it literally just slipped my mind oh this is it'll come back this is this is this is amazing <laughs> yeah dude like you were talking and i had like all right i'm gonna talk about this like i was like building a list in my head because there's so many good conversation points going on right now yeah you know, and i hope you guys Honestly, can say it was about crypto gurus but i think it was one point before you said that you're speaking on man that's all right but yeah, one thing I'll say, guys. Forward, it doesn't really go work that well. Like going, those trains go forward. Um, I guess I'll add. I'll, I'll add a couple more things. Um, before you know, we, this comes to an end. But when when we get into, I think I was talking about. You know, we talked about lower market cap, and really our 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 approach to what we do here. Um, the last thing I think is just really important considering like where we're at right now in this space is, is that level of curiosity. And here's the thing, like, it's not bad to follow certain people. You just have to know who you're following and why you're following that person. Uh, and do their beliefs align with yours? Uh, because a lot of you here, you pay to, to, to follow the right people, right? And so you at least want to have, not be a sheep, not have blind faith, but be exposed to information and then critically think on that information. And what happens is like someone says something and you're like, okay, cool. And you just like go and do it. But you have to consider like, all right, cool. Like that's, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Let me actually synthesize this info. What are we really talking about? Like, <laughs> what are we really, what's really going on? So uh, that's the one thing I'll say guys, like, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what Jordan says. At the end of the day, like comment in, at least if you, if you do, find yourself agreeing, find out why, right? And uh, that's why, like, I love my, the tattoo that we both have 
we have a, a tattoo is why on there and it's it's like a combination of you know purpose and economy and a combination of curiosity so um as long as you're really kind of see not even seeking but being aware like that you get paid for that and every in every which way <laughs> forever you get paid for your levels of awareness simple that's your levels of awareness and how you execute on those things that's literally how you evolve as a human being like that's probably the most simple way if you want to grow as a person if you want to grow your money if you want to grow your skill set be a create awareness on it for yourself or for others and execute you do that you will be fucking rich so yeah do that same thing with crypto yeah guys i hope uh drop some sevens in the chat if you're not asleep if you're getting mad value from these conversations blow this thing up we still got 160 people in here an hour 20 minutes oh, word. i know i had a locked in meeting before bro like she was, I don't know if you saw, she was getting feisty in that, in that chat box, but yeah, QC, <laughs> we, we, yeah. Got, we had it, we took care of it, but I mean, yeah, kind of, I want to love the rapid fire yeah. questions if you're up for it. Yeah, run it up, man. I mean, Q&A, backfire questions, whatever Dude, you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually something I've been meaning to do on these Zoom calls. I know there's a lot of questions in the chat. I generally address the ones that are really good. And that is what I'm about to do is I want, I want to see your guys' best questions from Mike and I'm a, I'm a pick my favorite one and ask him, but keep my answer short. Yeah. But for the rapid fire, let's go. I want, I want to kind of, I'm going to steal, I'm stealing this one from Jay Shetty. I just listened to Jay Shetty's podcast with Russ. So good. Oh my God. So good. He has mm -hmm. a very similar one, but I want to hear, um, so rapid fire, like one, one word, one sentence or less. What's the biggest, best advice you ever got? Best advice I ever got. Wow. <laughs> best. I think the best thing I've ever heard or one of, and this grounds me, is connected to everything, attached to nothing. Mm, that's so, so, so good. What about worst advice you ever got? Worst advice I ever got. Oh, man, that's most of the things that I hear. Uh, <laughs> Worst advice I ever got. Oh man, I don't know. That, that doesn't really stick with me, bro. Like, if it's not useful to me, I don't keep it in my subconscious. So, I like that. I like that answer. It's a good answer. Russ had his answer on like show. He's like, be realistic. That was the worst advice he ever got. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard him say that. I listened to the interview. So for me, I didn't want to say that because I, I just heard that literally today. So, <laughs> I don't want to anyone to say that, but that's fucking fire. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. And I'm not going to lie, the other questions that slipped, they were there earlier, but they're not anymore. So, <laughs> but I want to, I, well, oh, I got another one. Um, advice for someone brand new to investing. Advice for someone brand new to investing. Okay. Put yourself in the position to learn. Right. Don't, man, like just trust me on this shit. Put yourself in a position to learn. When you do that, then you'll make money forever. When your focus goes towards making money, then all the, the lessons that you're meant to learn that come with the losses and the mistakes, you totally miss. So come and put yourself in a position to learn so that when you do make mistakes, like your focus, right, your, your attention goes into like, finding out why those things happen. Take it from personal experience. 
the beginning, I was so focused on money that I missed I missed the real money, which was in the lesson. So I say that. Put yourself in the position to learn. Sheesh. Sheesh. Someone dropped go to college as the worst advice I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's some good questions here. I'm scrolling through here. I think um, I'm going to answer one of them, what book you would recommend. I think my favorite book is Internet of Money. But I think everyone's asking really – um, I think you sauce their brains with your awareness nug before. So I want to combine two questions in the chat for the final question for you, Mike, is will raising your awareness make you happy or make you more money? I think there's an obvious answer to that. And then how do you raise your awareness? Okay, good question. So will raising your awareness make you happy or make you more money? Um, I think raising your awareness allows you to observe without judging, which by consequence allows you to stay present, which by consequence you know, keeps keeps the good the good energy flowing. So yeah, of course, raising your awareness, I think it's not that it makes you happy. You just you just polish off the dust. You know, because it's there. It's always there. It's not like you're not happy. You're just not aware of it. It's it's so funny, but yeah, that's true. That's and funny. uh because now you're at a point where you're actually taking action on things that um, make sense to you and you're allowing yourself to actually really discover, right? Those like who you are uh, that will bring you money. Like you, while you raise your awareness, you start to understand, right? Your limiting beliefs, you start to understand uh, where the thoughts that you Think are yours because they're not right same thing with your emotions they're not yours they just they exist you become aware of them and then you either accept them or deny them and so when you get better at doing that then you make better decisions which will make you more money so it's yeah by consequence it will make you more money um and someone said how do you the other question was how do you raise your awareness um that's raising awareness i think at the root of raising your awareness is a couple of things. Uh, one is, I th is practicing that, is practicing awareness. Mm. It's, it's, it's fucking hilarious how simple it is. <laughs> like how you raise it is practicing being aware. So uh, one thing that this alone may kind of like make a trickle effect in your life is understanding that there is that like gap between your what you execute on and then what you think about and what you feel right so i always say this this quote is you're not you know you're not like what i say um feel without becoming right or same thing with thinking it's like thinking without, it's the same thing uh when you like uh for example when we want to do something i say create right sometimes what happens is you feel like you can't. And the reason being is because you are creating a resistance. So what happens is everything already is, right? Like all the ideas, like what created this camera that's looking at me right now, right? That idea, that, that idea existed thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. It already existed. Someone finally just tapped in. So when it comes to, to this, like raising our awareness, you have to understand that it's not even, we're like, it's not even 
creation is interesting because it's just being aware and then being able to deliver. It's, just, it's that simple. So understand that what you, you, you think you that you're thinking, like you think that those are your thoughts and those are your emotions and they're not, right? It's like this phone. If Jordan calls me right now. It's going to say accept or deny. So everything that comes in, all these thoughts that you think you have, all these emotions that you think you have, they have the same option, accept or deny. But you're just not trained to understand it. You're not, you didn't even know. For some of you, I just fucked the life out of your mind. Same thing happened to me. So, um, so yeah, ponder on that one for, for the rest of your life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That that with that, I think that is like the best way we end it. Mike, thank you so much for being here, bro. It was it was a pleasure. That's awesome. Got as all it was awesome, dude. Just seeing your growth, seeing your journey, being a part of it, being able to be mentored by you is always a blessing, my man. And I'm sure we'll do this again very, very shortly. Guys, if you want more from Mike, you can find him on Instagram, on YouTube at Mike Navarat. Um, I think on all platforms, pretty much you can find the dude, my man, Mike Navarrete. Two R's, one T. Two R's, one T. Two R's, one T. Guys, if you want to find myself, I'm Jordan LeSavage on all platforms as well. Those conversations will be uploaded to Spotify. It will be uploaded to the YouTube. And Mike, one last question, man. One last question I got for you. It's the best one of them all. What's that number on BTC? How high can it go, baby? How high can you think you can really go? With this, with this run, like for the rest of the run. Yeah, yeah. Or this run or whatever, like. <laughs> I bet. Um, I'll tell you what. Like, on the current bull run that we're in right now, I I really see us. I don't. I think we're halfway. Mm. I think we're halfway. Based on how we saw happen last time, I think we're halfway there. Um, but you know, these numbers change. I'm not married to to my number. <laughs> speculating. So uh, I think I think we could hit 125. I really do. But again, um, we respond to what happens. So if the if I start to see something that I've seen before, and I'm like, then you'll you'll get a signal from me like I'm getting the fuck out. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> you guys already know qc fan we're gonna take care of you guys we always do guys if you're listening and you're not a part of QC, these are happening every single week right and mike i don't know if you had something else to say i got a, I got a bold statement man i think i think ethereum will pass bitcoin bro don't don't say that don't say that bro don't even say that yo guys do you want to run this <laughs> one off the mic yo i'm it that's what that's it for spotify you guys already know, buy Bitcoin, short the banks, buy Ethereum, short the banks, peace out. If you want this sauce, you got to join QC. So for the recording, that's over. Peace out. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.